scream just do it like away from the mic please thank you or we'll fix it in post not a big deal hello and welcome to love drunk oh it's happening already. it's happening already (laughs) i didn't even give you a warning i'm so sorry i like i like coming in on like just talking like friends and so uh when people least expect it i just hit record oh good 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 yeah no this is amazing um i am your host charlotte rose i am here with just the sunshine of my existence, Miss Madeline Dennison, who came, who, you know, she didn't come out here to record Love Drunk. No, I, I did. Just she, this. Okay, perfect. <laughs> I, that's what I thought, honestly. So, so Maddie lives in Austin, but she came out to LA, and I was like, while she's here, I gotta get her on. We gotta do this. <laughs> so here on Love Drunk, we do allow the guests to pick the poison, and anything is on the table, except for... Gin! That's right. We don't drink gin here on Love Drunk. If you want to drink gin on a podcast, then start your own podcast. It's truly that easy, guys. Um, but Maddie, what are we? We both just picked up, <laughs> just picked up our drinks at the same time. That is ridiculous. Um, so Maddie, what are we drinking? Please tell us. Mimosas. <gasps> yes. These mimosas already got me like, like we're one drink in and I am... I'm I'm feeling good. I chose them because they hit you so fast. Mm-hmm. I don't know why mimosas hit you the most fast, but they do. Mm-hmm. Most mimosas. So that's, <laughs> that's where the name came from. I feel most like. mimosas. Most uh, These are also special mimosas because we got orange mango juice. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so good. If you have not tried it, you have to try it. Mm-hmm. It's just like the regular orange juice, but it's like with mango and it like looks subtle, but it's not subtle. It's... Yeah, it's like mostly mango, I feel. Yeah. No, it's really it's good. Mango. But I'm super excited about it. So you are visiting. Yeah. You're visiting from Austin. Yeah. And uh, so Maddie and I knew each other. We went to school together. Uh, we were very happy and in love back in Austin. And then I had to move out to Los Angeles. And, and I got sad. Behind. <laughs> and I was so, so sad. But you are actually, you're in a relationship. Yes, Maddie. Maddie's taken everyone back off. Just yeah. back off. But Me she alone. is here. Uh-huh. She's here to talk about her love and also former involvements uh, as yeah, well to get me to this point uh-huh. <laughs> to make her the person she is today but yeah. if if you're sitting there thinking oh my god oh no i've been involved with charlotte rose or madeline dennison i don't want people like knowing all my shit fear not we yeah. have prepared a list of codes yep so no one is even gonna know that she or i are talking yeah. about you i mean i feel like i could easily say these names but I'm not going to just for mm-hmm. the fact that like making code names is also kind of fun. <laughs> um, but also, I just like really wish that all of these people will hear this, but they probably won't. But if they do, it would make me so happy. <laughs> That's definitely how I felt too. Where yeah. I was like, yeah, I was like, honestly, I do not think that anyone is ever going to listen to this. However, wouldn't it be funny yeah. if they did? Yeah, yeah, I know for a fact. Bumble Boy definitely won't. Mm-mm. I, I'm trying to look. I don't think anyone will. So we're good. I we're, wonder we're about, so... yeah, I wonder about Child Bride, though. <laughs> I honestly don't know if he would do it. In... Child Bride, like, literally watched one of my Snap stories and then exited it out halfway through, and he mm. thought I didn't see it, but I did. So Wait, how do you know that he did it halfway through? Because you you, it was, like, a three-part. You know how Snapchat, oh, it lets you do, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. multiple so parts. shows when they drop out. Yeah, exactly. So, so, so he dropped out. If you, honestly, if you're listening to this and you don't think I check up on stuff like that. She does. I 100% do. Be careful. Get out of here. 
Anyway. She sees who makes it all the way through. <laughs> I see who the fake friends are, yeah. honestly, guys. That's the most fake thing that you could do. Mm-hmm. Just start on yeah. it and you're like, no. Yeah. Anyway. But- I, just, I get really annoyed when I like see people on their phones on Snapchat and then they're like, they like click right away. Like the person like starts talking and they click it. I was like, you, that could have been the best video you've ever seen and you'll never know. You'll never they know. They click so fast. I'm like, give it a hot minute. <laughs> give them a chance. Yes. You know, I always give them a chance. I'm honestly yes. hardly on snapchat anymore i feel like instagram story is the way of the future but every once in a while yeah do you ever like watch your like ex's snapchat story do you follow anyone like that you've dated on um, honestly um on snapchat i don't think so um yeah because usually here's the thing usually i delete people like Mm -hmm. right afterwards because i and sometimes (laughs) yeah i think it's healthier for sure but also sometimes i'm a drunk mess and like i cannot be trusted (laughs) and so truly like i don't know if i'm gonna like get drunk and be like oh i should snap them or like oh i should like text them so right after i ended things with bumble boy like i deleted his number right away Mm -hmm. and um and i had talked to people about that they were like oh you're a number deleter and i'm like uh yeah because what if i get drunk and lonely and i text him Yeah, yeah i know myself i'm like confident that that is a thing that i would do so you gotta you gotta you gotta get that out Bye. you know it's it's awkward if you're friends for a while and then something yeah. happens but um so like for instance like I still have like child brides number like mm. in my phone yeah. but I'm like where, I don't know I don't yeah. really feel like deleting this I'll just have you know it he's just in a relationship case. now I do yeah yeah I do yeah. honestly good for him he looks very happy so <laughs> from what I actually did I think he unfollowed me on Instagram and so I unfollowed him because I'm also I have a lot of spite in me so you know it's yeah it's whatever oh, I, I, yeah I don't like to follow people that don't follow me back unless oh, they're yeah. like famous though uh-huh. but. yeah exactly but yeah and it was funny because I like I, I felt like even when, like, we weren't, because we, it was very, very casual what happened. Yeah. Um, How did it end, though? Y'all just, like, he just, like, kind of wanted to not do it anymore? No, we, I moved. Really? Yeah. That's basically oh, what happened. Yeah. Yeah, that was, and so, like, the last time we were like, all right. Well, see you never. Bye. Do I know the story of, like, how that first started happening, though? I don't know if you do. I feel like I should have told you this. Yeah, maybe like briefly, like okay, brief, 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 brief synopsis. Um, uh, I had a feeling that he was like interested, not necessarily like oh he wants to date me, but I was like oh like I feel like he is attracted to me just from like he was one of the people that used to yeah yeah um he used to get drunk and say nice things to me like usually like boys would get drunk and say gross things to me <laughs> but he would like get drunk he and be like, like really became really kinder nice. yeah exactly <laughs> he just was like a kinder human and I was like oh okay cool like that's, that's I appreciate that um and he was sort of like he blacked out at my birthday party one year and was like really touchy with me but I knew he was very very drunk and then yeah. apparently afterwards like I heard from a friend that he was like super embarrassed about all of that and I was like whatever uh-huh. who cares yeah but then fast forward to whenever it started I don't even know but we were at a party and I we were both very drunk it was me and our friend Julie and like we had we were both sleeping over and we decided we were done with the party we're like we're not partying anymore we're done with it so we laid down and then we excuse me uh someone (laughs) made us move because they were like we're gonna have a foursome in here and I'm like honestly bye I'm not kidding. They're like, orgy is happening in this room. Oh, and I'm like, oh, oh, is this that night? Yeah, I oh. think so. Yeah. So, um, so I was like, cool, bye. And so we just like laid down in the middle of the living room, like on the couch. Yeah. And we were just like chilling. And he saw me laying on the couch, like under a blanket. And he's like, what are you doing? And I was like, come here, like, come here. And my drunk brain was like, 
you know, this boy doesn't like make out with people at parties, but I'm gonna, I'm just gonna kiss him. And if yeah. he doesn't kiss me back, then whatever. But I'm gonna kiss him on the face. And I did. And then oh, he like wow. started kissing me back. And I literally remember being like, oh, this is, I wasn't expecting this. Yeah. <laughs> like, truly, I was like, like I oh, didn't prepare I didn't think, any further. Didn't, yeah, exactly. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna kiss him on the face and then he's gonna walk away. And I truly was like, whoa, okay, oh no. Not, oh no. It was just, I was like, oh, okay, this is interesting. And then it was funny because my friend Julie was also on the couch and he like climbed on top of me, which was also on top of her. And she had to like, like wriggle her way I didn't out. prepare for this. Yeah. And so I look over and she's standing on the other side of the room, just like, what is happening? And I was like, sorry. Um, like, I thought we were going to sleep. Yeah. Um, so that was a drunk makeout we had. And then the next time I saw him, we were hanging at a friend's house and. Then we soberly made out on the balcony, mm. and I was like, okay, and then I drove him home, and I was like, hmm, and then we went to, and then like a couple weeks later, we went to a play. We didn't go together. We like both happened to be at a play, and it oh. was like, there were a bunch of us who had gone, and then like, so it was funny, there were like 10 people at the show, not in total, but just like yeah. in our immediate friend group, and then like six of us went to dinner afterwards and then like four of us went to this after party and then three of us went to hang out and so we literally just were like okay we're next and so yeah. then um he got his car towed so I had to go and drive him to get good <laughs> and so I had to drive him to go and get his car and then he goes and gets his car and it's 2 30 in the morning and he comes out and he's like yeah I got it all taken care of what are you up to? Like, what are you doing? And I was like, like going to- <laughs> no, but at the time, obviously I was like, nothing. nothing. And he's yeah. like, you want to hang out? And I was like, yeah, you want to come back to my place? My roommate was out of town and the rest is history. My friends. Amazing. Yeah. So it was, um, it was off and on for like a hot second. Yeah. yeah I don't yeah. know, but it was very casual. We literally only texted about one thing. <laughs> And that uh, was it. So, but yeah, sexy and then time. yeah, yeah, and then I and then I moved, and that was it. Amazing. So that is the whole story of Child Bride. I've never talked about. I've talked about Child Bride on yeah. this podcast. But I, I never was told wondering the story of Child Bride. Yeah, I was wondering. I was actually going to ask you, like, because you invite people, and I feel like it's like mostly them talking about themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like, you yeah. just like relate to it. Mm-hmm. I was like wondering which ones like you've talked about because. <laughs> I you mean, gotta yeah. talk too. Yeah, I told. I think I told the full story of Bumble Boy. I just told the full story of Child Bride. Uh-huh. Yeah, I don't think. I really don't think that anyone else's like full full story right has has been on this podcast. But we'll get there. Yeah, Who knows? one by one. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, but I mean, thank you for asking. Now you know the whole story. Yay. If you want, and if you want any details off mic, of course I will get them to you. Oh, I was like off mic. Who's Mike? <laughs> Which code name is that? I don't yeah, see it anywhere. On here. Oh my gosh, not um, on the list. Yeah, um, but you are you are in a relationship. Yeah. Oh, you just smiled the cutest <laughs> smile when you said that. Yeah, it's just it's funny, and I was saying this earlier, mm-hmm. but it really is true. Growing up, I was just always the one like without a boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's very weird to be the one in one. Yeah, or not. <laughs> In a boyfriend. Not in one, but with one in a relationship is what I meant. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, because I remember, like, I'm very young looking, but I'm at the age now where it kind of just, like, all came together, I guess. <laughs> but, like, I was very young looking when mm-hmm. I was younger, and I mm-hmm. remember being around my friends who were, like, just developing quicker than I was. Yeah. Um, and so I just was always the baby and just kind of, like no boy was ever interested in me because I just looked like 
five years younger than all of my friends. You know That's what I mean? so interesting. Because, like, yeah. Maddie is a beautiful girl. Oh, you're so sweet. But, yeah. And so I just, I had, I mean, I think that we kind of talked about, like, even back when we were in Austin, we were both sort of like, no boyfriend club, hey. Yes, like, never yes. been in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we've talked about that. But I think, I think that that's crazy that no one ever wanted to date you. Cause... Well, I appreciate it. I mean, I had, like, a few. Mm-hmm. But it was, I don't know. I always, like... I think it was mostly just, like, in school Mm -hmm. um, that that happened. Um, I was actually homeschooled in high school, but in middle school, that's mostly what happened. I mean, because, like, everyone started, like, dating in middle school, and, like, those didn't matter, no, Mm -hmm. but it, like, stuck with me that, like, I was always the one that was like, I don't have nobody, even though this won't matter in life, but I don't have anybody. It's so funny, because when you're in middle school, like, I feel like, you know, if you have a crush on a boy, like, you want to date the boy, and, like, being single in middle school is so hard, but I look back on it now. Like, I, like, for example, Millie Bobby Brown and, um, Jacob Sartoris or something, they're, they're literally, like, 13 years old, and they're dating. They're celebrities. Oh, oh, But, like, Millie Bobby Brown is in Stranger Things, and Jacob Sartoris was apparently, like, a a musically or, like, Vine, I don't know. But they're dating, and I was like, how do 13-year-olds date? Like, what do they do? And I'm not trying to disrespect their relationship or, like, belittle them or anything. I truly, like, as an adult who has gone through what I've gone through and, like, my idea mm-hmm. of dating. I'm like, how do 13-year-olds yeah. do that? It's interesting. Wait, did your mom, like, ever, like, drive you to a date or, like... I mean... Did you ever do that? Well, I... I didn't really, like, super date a lot. And so... Well, yeah. I mean, I went, like... I think I, w- I went on a group date one time, but, like, <laughs> my mom drove... But it was weird because I thought it was a real date and then it turned out, like, he invited a bunch of other people. Um, probably because he was nervous, but... Yeah. Oh, right, Yeah, right, so it yeah. turned into a group date and I was like, I feel like it wasn't a date. Yeah. And then I swore up and down to everybody who would listen that it wasn't a date because I decided, like, halfway through, I was like, oh, this is weird and I don't like this. Um... <laughs> Do you ever do that? Do you ever, like, you, you kind of, like, or did you ever do that in a sense of you thought that someone liked you and you're like, oh, I could see myself with this person. And then all of a sudden you immediately are like, no, 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 like, abort mission. Oh, I'm not about no, it. I used to be, like, known for liking someone mm-hmm. and them not liking me. And then once I got them to like me, I stopped liking <laughs> them, which is horrible. But mm-hmm. it, I, I was, like, prone to it. I was like, I'm never going to find anybody. Once uh-huh. they like me, I'm like. I'm bored. Like, I don't care anymore. It was so bad. It was like, I was like on that stream for a while. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I, it was like some deep further issue of like. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think know. for me it was always like if I thought they liked me, I would probably try to make myself like them or uh-huh. see if I could. Uh, and yeah. so if I ever didn't trust my feelings, like, and I even do this now, like recently, um, I realized I didn't even write him down on the code sheet, but I feel like he's not. Excuse me, super, super important, but it was a, it was a guy that I, like, recently had a crush on, uh-huh. and I truly was like, I have a crush on him, I wouldn't ask him out, I think he's great, and then yeah. we hung out this one day, just, like, in a group setting, and I was like, oh, um, no, good never mind, yeah, yeah, exactly, instead of asking yeah. him on a date, date, but yeah, and then I was just sort of like, oh, because I think that maybe he seemed accessible, Yeah. and so if I ever don't, like, trust, like, 100% trust my feelings, I'm like... No, abort mission, because I'm going to get bored and freak out and and run away. Isn't it interesting how we analyze the people we're interested in, but we don't actually analyze that far into other people? Yeah. Like, you so specifically are like, am I going to like this person in the future? Like, do I like the way that they're moving their face right now? Mm -hmm. Like, you you just analyze every little thing. Like, I remember, specific, I don't know who it was, but I remember, like, I didn't like when this certain person, like, did a certain thing. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, yeah. I was like, that 
thing, even that facial expression they're making is, like, unattractive to me. Uh-huh. That's so crazy Yeah, that we do that, but we don't do that with friends. You know what I mean? Truly, where it's like, oh, I just absolutely hate it when they do this, so I yeah. better not see them ever again. Like, that's... <gasps> Well, and like, I hate them eating. It's not cute. Like, I don't mm-hmm. find them attractive when they're eating. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, recently, um, recently there was someone who we, and we were, we were smoking together and he got really stoned and I was like, I don't like you. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't like how you behave when you're really stoned. Yep. You're like very slow on the uptake and mm-hmm. I don't really like, I don't like that I'm having to explain a bunch of things to yeah. you because now I know that if this ever happens, like, I'm going to have to deal with it. But even yeah. more so, because at that point, like, we're just friends. Yeah. But if I start dating you, like, I'm, like, attached to you. And, yeah. like, I'm responsible mm-hmm. for you, you know? And so you it's have to, like, you feel, like, apologetic for things that they do. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like seeing, like, someone you're interested in, drunk or high, within, mm. like, the first week is probably crucial. Yeah. I mean, like, you don't have to get high if you, like, don't smoke. But, Mm -hmm. like, if you do, then you should, like, watch those things. If that is a behavior you know that they're going to partake in. you don't want to watch it a month later and, Uh like, oh, man, I just wasted my time for a month. I hate you. (laughs) You know? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Bumble Boy was, like, he he drank a lot, and that probably should have been a red flag, but also it was just sort of like, I, what, okay, you can't be around me if you're not, like, if you haven't had a bunch to drink so yeah. like that's not a good sign yeah get out of my face i don't even know if i like you sober i don't know if you even like me sober you know like <laughs> I it's so weird you sober <laughs> have i ever I seen you sober i don't even know so know. yeah yeah so i don't know that's that's always like an interesting thing yeah but um but you have a boy i do have a boy he's a very mm-hmm. good boy his name is connor mm-hmm. i can say his name because mm-hmm. he still exists in my life she's got connor equals connor on her code sheet yeah because that's just him just a con mm-hmm. um yeah he's very good I'm very blessed it's funny because I've heard you talk about on your podcast like I don't understand the term like being best friends mm-hmm. with your like I don't get it like like exactly because like you've known me longer we were friends longer yeah but, like it's it's this thing of I uh, when you when you're with somebody in a relationship and especially for long term like once time has passed and you get to know them I think they're I think the term best friend is used because you do things in front of them that you've like like never done in front of anyone you know what I mean Mm -hmm. like you work towards that way Mm -hmm. and I think also being in a relationship with them it almost feels like the things that you would do with a friend when you do them with a significant other it feels more advanced because you're also in a relationship with them. I don't know if that makes okay. any sense. It kind of, I mean, like, I could, I could see where yeah. you're coming from with that. Yeah. Is it almost like when, you, like, not necessarily, I mean, like, when you become friends and then there are, like, peripheral friends where mm-hmm. you see them and you're like, oh, and you kind of chit-chat mm-hmm. and then there are, like, deeper friends where you hang out occasionally and then mm-hmm. there are, like, best friends and, yeah. like, I, I, like, from how you're explaining it, it seems like a, a relationship kind of passes through all of those stages like faster yes for sure because you're spending all of your time with that person you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and which is something that I I think quality time is important to me and I think that's um something that we very much did I mean pretty much the first we dated for like a semester and then we practically lived together for the summer because I moved yeah that's true yeah I like moved into his like apartment for the summer so I think we just sped everything up a little bit Mm -hmm. but it was, like, never once scary. I think we just, like, 
we didn't skip steps. We just, mm-hmm. like, moved through them fastly. Yeah. I mean, f- fastly? <laughs> moved through them fastly. That's yeah. the word. There you go. Um, <laughs> here we go. Okay, we're eight starting. We're doing it. This is amazing. <laughs> but, um... Yeah, I don't know. It's just like there's this weird moment when you're like, you're cracking up about something and you're like, this is the exact same conversation I'd be having with my best friend. Mm-hmm. So I guess you're my best friend. Aww. You know what I mean? Okay. The way you're explaining it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird. You'll, you'll know when you, exper- mm-hmm. yeah, when you experience it. Yeah. But it's, it, yeah, it's a very weird feeling. Like it's just sometimes, I don't know. It's It's the feeling of forgetting that you want to appear attractive? Yeah. Does that make okay. sense? Yeah, no, no, no. Like, I totally get that. It's like all walls down. Like, because he's just the weirdest person ever, <laughs> which I love. Because uh-huh. he just, like, makes me laugh. And we have very similar senses of humor. And I think we got really lucky in that regard, especially mm-hmm. because he's pretty, um, like, guarded to people that he doesn't know that well. Yeah. And so. <laughs> I, I, we talked about this before how like I just got really lucky because I did not know he had that side to him mm-hmm. and it just came out later like once we got closer uh-huh. and spent more time together and then it was like well good thing because I'm fucking weird too so <laughs> no surprise like, yeah. yeah exactly uh, it was we just like a pleasant kinda, surprise. Like, surprise hey like in this like mm-hmm. side of ourselves started like coming out more and we were just like we how did this happen like yeah. we're both very similar and that's that the way. thing is like I feel like so often when you like someone you're always trying to put your best foot forward and I think I've mentioned this yeah. before but I am like so crazy in the sense of like if I have a crush on someone I always want to look 100% put together like makeup hair outfit like yeah. always put together looking so cute and that used to be me too and you yeah. know that yeah you because know we that. we were very similar in that yep. regard but I think the funniest thing is that even if they had already seen me looking kind of gross, I'm like, maybe I can erase their memory oh by my God, dressing up. I totally up. know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. Like, they're not going to remember that because they're going to be looking at me and it's like all they're going to see and they're uh-huh. going to only remember that thing. Yeah, they're only going to remember how beautiful <laughs> I can be. And it was the know? most current version of myself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And so, so I think that it, there is something so beautiful about kind of – and then also just like appearing so put together and you don't want to be too weird mm-hmm. and you don't want to be like mm-hmm. – too out there but like just you want to be like charming but not like so crazy and silly you know and so that it's something so so beautiful when you like feel comfortable with someone and um you're able to kind of like show that really really goofy side of yourself and they're like oh surprise I'm also so weird yeah that's literally how it was like Mm -hmm. one day he was just like weird and I was like excuse you I like it but like what (laughs) I'm so surprised yeah Mm -hmm. yeah have you seen that goofy side of him? Because I know that you know him. Yeah, well. I I definitely have. I I think so. I think that because we were in a show together. Yeah, we were also in a show where the cast was four people. Plus, oh, right. Yeah, right. so we were we were in a very very small cast, and like that's kind of where I saw his like goofy. Like I yeah. knew he was funny, but like that sort of goofy. I don't it's even so know. Weird. Like he'll just say that I'm like Connor. What? <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, so I think that one of the funniest things is that he was doing, like, quote-unquote character work, and we were, like, <laughs> sitting out in the hallway, and we were talking, and he goes, yeah, I think Steve really likes Daughtry, and we're like, oh, what? <laughs> Chrissy, he just brought that up out of nowhere, and I was like, okay, and then we were, like, watching a Daughtry music video when we were supposed to be, like, running lines, and I was just like, what is, what's happening right now? Like, yeah. I don't even know what's going on, oh, but he's, man. yeah, no, he's a goof, especially during, like, tech and stuff, and we're, yes. like, doing lights and everything. He and Cosme yeah. were always, like, dancing and, and, yeah. and um, 
not dabbing what is whipping? it whipping whipping yeah she <laughs> was always like, like doing the whipping <laughs> it's doing the whipping motion i always forget what whip whipping is called <laughs> I my i'm like the whip. thing yeah no he's he's a goofball but yeah. so are you you're silly yeah you're silly. but like again like we both didn't see that and so mm-hmm. it just came out one day and we were like phew <laughs> you know what i mean like, like good thing <laughs> you just lucked out yeah. so you discovered this like super weird crazy person which is amazing so i feel like i already know the answer to this but i'm going to ask you yeah madeline dennison do you believe in love absolutely yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i think that you have to be in the right place in your life to receive it or feel it mm-hmm. um which is something that's so interesting about you is because I feel like... Me? Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like... I feel that about very few single people. I feel like it almost takes a relationship to make you be ready for it. Mm-hmm. But I feel like you're one of those people that, like, you are so mentally and emotionally prepared to be in love. And it's just gonna, like, now it's just, like, in like for the other person to, like, you know, figure it out. You know <laughs> to I mean? just, like, show up yeah, and we're yeah, ready. Yeah, literally. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's but you are just sweet. one of the most deserving people ever of it. And you're going to. Yeah. You're going to. Just Thank you. Just don't settle ever, okay. please. That's, I think that that's the problem of where I'm at now, where mm-hmm. I'm very much, like, settling looks like a good option. I know, um, because you want it faster, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, because, yeah. because so far, like, really I've had people that I – you know, just didn't feel it with or, like, people I really liked but they weren't as invested Mm -hmm. and, hell, I just went on a date with uh, codename number four and, (laughs) you know, there were multiple times throughout the date where he was, like, he he, he ended up telling me, like, on three different occasions we were like we're gonna go out again and then yeah. like he totally ghosted me and I'm just like I don't at this point I just don't know what I can yeah. do anymore you also know? didn't you say I think I saw on like Finsta or mm-hmm. something didn't you say that like he was moving or something he yeah so he he is from Atlanta mm-hmm. and then he had like lived out in LA and then he came out here for a little bit yeah. and then like he was gonna go back and so but that was also another thing is I had someone say like well you know if he asked to see you again like first of all if he asked you out for like a coffee date like well for the couple weeks that he's here and then he also asked you out again like I think that he's like you know who knows what could happen and so at that point I was just so open to whatever that you know I was and it's hard to get your hopes up it really is hard yeah Yeah. but um but I also did have a friend who was like you know maybe that this is better in the long run because if you had gotten attached like it probably would have broken your heart you know yeah and you never know. He mm-hmm. could be a smart dude and have thought about that and been like, maybe it's better to not do anything. Yeah, well, then you should have texted me yeah, instead of just oh, ghosting yeah. me. No, ghosting um, is so annoying. Ghosting no is so that. annoying. Except I think we've all done that. Uh, <laughs> like a little bit. I, uh, yeah, I think that the... I once asked one of my friends because I went out on this date that was literally so awful. Like, I went out on a terrible date. Yeah, he... We were going to go out on a Friday night and... <laughs> You okay? Oh, that one hurt. <laughs> it's like all champagne now. Yeah, pretty much. It just sunk to the bottom. Ugh. Um, But we were going to go out on Friday, and I, like, texted him. This was fri- many Fridays ago. Mm-hmm. But um, I texted him. and was like, hey, are we still going out tonight? And, like, didn't get a response. Was like, oh, cool. Like, he's ghosting me. And then the next morning, he was like, sorry, I fell asleep. But I had texted him at, like, 5 p.m. Yeah. And so I was like, okay. Like, okay, and then he's nap, like, I guess. Yeah, and he's like, um, yeah, my sleep schedule is so messed up. Like, can I make it up to you? And I was like, yeah. And then just to, to just briefly summarize, he showed up, like, an hour late to come and pick me up. 
Um, and was like, when I asked, like, when I got in the car, he's like, sorry, I was late. Uh, I took a nap. And I was like, dude, are you narcoleptic? Like, what the <laughs> fuck is happening? Oh, man. Um, and then I found out that he had been engaged two months prior and had, like, moved to LA right after he broke off his engagement. Uh, it was just really boring and I wasn't feeling it. And then when I tried to, like, he tried to, he tried to get me to come back to his hotel with him engaged. multiple times. And I was like, nope, 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 swerved every move. And I was in his car, and then there was one point he, like, mentioned a Taco Bell that he had, like, frequented on Ventura. And I was like, and I was like, oh, I didn't know that there was one on Ventura. Literally just to make conversation. Yeah. And he goes, do you want to get Taco Bell? And I was like, no, I'm good. And he's like, you want Taco Bell? And then drove me to Taco Bell. So I had to sit in the car with him. Get something. (laughs) Yeah. And so then I had to sit in the drive-thru with him for an extra 15 minutes. And I was like. What if you were you just tricked like, me. I don't want anything. What if I had just opened the car door and like walked out and like called a lift is what I probably should have done. But um, I don't even know where I was going with this. But uh, <laughs> but okay. Oh, okay. I remember. So um, I feel like the closest I've ever gotten to ghosting because I didn't want to just text him and be like, hey, you're the worst and I never want to see you again. You know, and so he texted me the next day and he's like, how was your, like, because I told him I had something to do the next day and he's like, how'd it go? And I was like, it was fun. And he's like, that's cool. And then I didn't respond because he literally was just like, cool. And I was like, cool, don't have to respond to this. But if he asks me out again, I'll be like, no, thank you. (laughs) And then he texted me one more time and was just like, hey. And it was like a week later. And I texted Chance. It was like, do I have to respond to this guy? Is it technically ghosting? He goes, you went on one date. You're fine. And I was like, cool. And so I didn't text him back. So maybe that's ghosting. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? What goes around comes around. Maybe. I don't know. I think that's not actually true. (laughs) I've been, I've been, yeah. I believe in karma, but I feel like. Sometimes you put out more than com- that comes back to you than, yeah. than what comes back to you. Yeah, no, I can see that for sure. I'm like, has anybody who ever hurt me, like, paid for it in any way? Yeah. I don't, I know. don't know. It's a weird thing. I don't know, you know? But, um, um But yeah. also, speaking of, like, past people. Okay. Um, I feel like relationships that are good and work out also stem from what you go through with other people and Mm -hmm. I really do believe that Mm -hmm. and it's really really hard to try to remember that or think about that in that current situation Mm -hmm. but once you're on to the next person or find something that's really good then it like all makes sense right but I remember so um (laughs) Eustace (laughs) Maddie just goes, what's a really shitty name? And I'm like, Eustace. So now we're using it. His name is Eustace. Oh my god, he was the worst. Okay, I feel like I have to go back a little bit to mm-hmm. make this all make sense. Okay. So, I did a couple people in my lifetime before. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Connor currently. Mm-hmm. And the first one, uh, Hater. <laughs> Doesn't really matter. He was just... Uh, a sweet boy that dated me for three months and then broke up with me and I was like why and I was like really sad okay (laughs) anyways um and then the next one I dated for the second longest that I've ever dated someone which is currently Connor um and I dated him for like a year and a half okay and I call him angel boy (laughs) um because he was just like not human um what he was just so like weirdly like good of a person Mm -hmm. 
Or maybe he just had really good manners. I don't know. <laughs> like, it was weird because he would do things and I was like, mm, I don't know if I morally agree with that. But then, like, he held the door for every human ever. Or, like... It was crazy. Like, we would be in, like, a dance class, and if we'd be on the floor stretching, he would get up first and, like, help everyone up. Like, oh, my it gosh. Was really, yeah, it was just, like, that's so strange. excessive. But that's why I was, like, obs- like I really was, like, I want to date him mm-hmm. because I did not understand him, and I wanted to figure him out, and so I was, like, fascinated with him yeah. almost. But then I started dating him, and um, granted, he was very sweet, but... Um, it was weird. Like, he had to have intellectual conversations mm-hmm. or else he, like, didn't feel, like, secure in the relationship. Like, if we made out for too long or and didn't have an intellectual conversation before or after, like, it didn't, like, 50-50, he was, like, he didn't feel good, about, like, that day. Oh, my gosh. It was very strange. And I felt pressure and I was also, like, I don't consider myself to be, like, so intelligent. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I'm smart, but like yeah. the things that he wanted to talk about were like history and like I don't. And I'm just like I don't care about this at all. Oh but my god! Pretend I do. I yeah, guess. of course. I think I just got pre- bored of like pretending that I was this person that I wasn't. Uh-huh. Yeah. Or smarter than I was. Um, I'm smart about things, but not the things that he wanted to be smart about, right. if that makes yeah. sense. No, I get that. So, yeah, I didn't think it's just because I got bored. He went to college, though, and we were doing long distance for, like, a while, I think. At least, like, a semester and a half. Oh, wow. Like oh, it wow. a while. That's the only time I've done long distance, and it was not fun. But then I was like, wait, I don't miss him anymore. That's an issue. <laughs> That's probably a bad sign. Yeah, and I just kind of stopped talking to him. <laughs> You're not... Uh, yeah, so that was a time. But anyway, so I think from Angel Boy, um, and then I did another one that turned out to be gay, and so that was a time, uh-huh. and that really hurt, like, broke my heart, but, like, mm-hmm. now I'm, like, good friends with that person, so it's all good. Yeah. But, um, and that doesn't really have anything to do with anything, but, and he was also very, very good and very, very sweet, mm-hmm. and I really liked him, and we got along very well, but, um, so, uh, Eustace... <laughs> So I hadn't dated anyone for like a year and a half, I think. This was, I believe, my senior year of high school. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had just done a show together. We did two shows together. So we did one in the fall and then another one in the spring. And in the fall, he was like Toronto with me. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, uh, not feeling it. He was known for being, like, a player, mm-hmm. and I was like, ha I'm too smart for that. Yeah. But then the spring came around, and I got to that point of, like, I need to date somebody. So I was like, what are the options? And so he popped up again in the same show I was doing, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden I was like, I have to have him, because I know that he was interested in me before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so um, lots of crap happened, but we ended up, like, dating and everyone in the cast knew we were dating but we never like were like official but we were dating Mm -hmm. pretty much so like we dated for the spring semester through the end of summer and then he was going to college that year and this was right before my gap year like right before I moved to San Marcos yeah right and then I just like all the shit like unfolded and I found out that he was like talking slash dating like five other girls <gasps> oh yeah my gosh. it was crazy but I knew like he was like that but it was more like I think 
and why I said all this stuff before was with Angel Boy was mm-hmm. that he was so good that I was almost wanting like a bad boy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And also I'm very like motherly and like like to fix things. So I very much like to have people that are like, I'll fix you. Don't worry. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I can totally mm-hmm. understand. I'm very much like, because I think that one of my main issues is that uh, there's something so appealing to me about someone who is like, who doesn't give a shit about anybody else, mm-hmm. but cares about you yes who like who who wants to impress you doesn't Uh care about impressing anybody else but Mm -hmm. for some reason you're the one like um that was like my work crush for a while like at my last job was seriously someone who like everyone else like thought he was a tool like truly (laughs) but for some reason just like he was a tool but he was so sweet to me and he was always trying to like yeah Yeah. he was always trying to like flirt and be nice to me and like walk me to my car Mm -hmm. and like all this stuff and like he had a girlfriend too so like he like should not yeah there was a lot of stuff that like he probably should not have done but um but he was my work crush just because I was like I love that you don't give a shit about anybody else but but me yep Yep. And that's an issue I have. That's yeah. that's how I felt about um Julian too. And yeah. because because he was very much like, I don't give a shit, but oh, I'm gonna right. be really nice to you. Yeah. Specifically. But yeah. that was also because he was trying to get my pants. Yeah. But and I mean because it makes you feel special. You yeah. can't like mm-hmm. not feel that way when yeah. someone like is giving you attention. Like I remember and I should have known, like I think like I was the, like so some people in the cast like he was also talking to or mm-hmm. something like that and they figured something out and like were like telling me about it yeah and there was this one day we were all like upset with him and like he just looked so miserable in the rehearsal and I just remember being like oh no mm-hmm. like he's like a sad dog mm-hmm. like, I can't I like dogs <laughs> like, so I, like I remember that sad puppy. yeah I remember mm-hmm. leaving rehearsal and being like. I can't get that image of his, like, face out of my head. Like, I'm mm-hmm. going to call him. And I was like, Eustace, where are you? <laughs> and he was like, I, I, I'm trying to find my car. And I was like, I was like, just come, like, to my, like, come to my car. Like, I'm going to talk to you. And so we ended up talking in my car. And he was, like, really distraught and upset and, like, mm-hmm. and wanted to change. And I just remember him being like, if I change, like, will you go on a date with me? And I was like... I mean, we'll see. Like, of yeah. course, I'm, like, melting because I liked him. Yeah. But, like, but he just, like, he seemed so realistic. Mm-hmm. That's why you can't date actors. Yeah, except you really can't. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's tricky because they're good at acting. Yeah. Like, and I don't know what was real and what wasn't anymore. But, like, but he just, like, wanted to, like, prove to me so badly. And yeah. I also wanted to be, like, cool, I'll help you deal with everything. Mm-hmm. And so I was, like, with him, like, trying to figure things out. And, like, he was, like dating this girl for um that he met at like a summer camp that lived in like new york or something okay and they were like dating but not because they were like had like not seen each other in like two years Mm -hmm. and like it was just really weird but like he was like i need to end things with her but i like i don't want to hurt her and all this stuff and so i was like kind of like coaching him along through his life and so I felt, like, very attached to him because I was doing all of those things. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he, like, literally left for college. And then I remember texting him. And, like, literally within three days, like, he already had a girlfriend at college. <sighs> yeah. And then he, oh, like. Oh, my lord. And, yeah. And it was the fact that, like, 
his mom got involved because his mom was obsessed with me and I stayed with them at their house for like a week. Oh my god! And gosh. I remember she called me and she's like, I'm so sorry because she knows and she like knows her son does this. Yeah. And she's like, I thought he was changing because of you. <gasps> like, it's, it was so sad. It broke my heart because I oh know that this god. mom went so much for him. Yeah. And she was like, we loved you. Like, I'm so upset that this is happening. Like, because I was telling her all about it because uh-huh. we got like close during that like week of me staying there. Yeah. And um, I, got, I got close to like his sister and stuff and then mm-hmm. she was like i'm so sorry like i just know like he's gonna reflect back on his life one day and like realize what you did for him and all this stuff like i'm so sorry like we love you like i wish this would have worked out like oh, wow. it, was, it was crazy that's yeah. intense when the family yeah. gets involved absolutely and i was like i ex- and it was like one of those things that i didn't want to believe but like n- knew something fishy mm-hmm. was going on but yeah but that ended and then i was like just and I think that really makes you like I don't like just question yourself yeah you know what I mean and like question your worth and and so I and I had never been physical with someone that was the first time I was physical with someone yeah and so that was a lot for me to, to handle yeah it was like I gave that to someone that like did not you know take yeah. that like sacredness mm-hmm. um that I really do like have like a yeah, like, like you, like, yeah. you hold it dear, and I know that a lot of times, and especially now, it's sort of like, hey, you can't, like, virginity is a concept, mm-hmm. or a con- concept, is a construct, yeah. and, like, you know, and, and even, like, any sort of, like, physical, yeah. whatever, it's, yeah. you know, like, and I feel like I was kind of the same way, too, where I was, like, I don't want to, like, I had, when I was, uh, so, so Kyle was the first dude who ever, like, really broke my heart. Right. But that was when I was 14, and he was, like, trying to get, like, really, really, like, physical with me, like, very quickly. And he was, like, my first kiss. Like, I had never done anything with anyone. And I was, like, I'm not going to do this with someone I'm not even, like, officially dating. And he had, like, just gotten out of a relationship, literally took a break from, like, with his girlfriend, but was, like, trying to with me before they were officially broken up. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, we're gonna break up, though. And, of course, 14-year-old me was like, that makes sense. Um, but, yeah, he was always just, like... And, I mean, like, yeah, we did some, we did some like, heavy petting and all that jazz. But it truly... <laughs> oh, heavy petting. I've never heard that term before. Oh, my God. That's a very old-school term. Um, there was one time I was talking to... Uh, <laughs> I was talking to a friend about it, and he was talking about how, like, he made out with this girl. He was like, yeah, we were, like... You know, and I was like, yeah, I feel like, you know, feeling up when you're, like, that young. He's like, oh, yeah, it was, like, it was under the shirt but over the bra for sure. (laughs) And I was like, that's exactly what it was. Oh, my God. Um, But I just even, I even remember, like, being 14, being like, I'm 14, stop. Like, you know, like, what's happening? Um, But, yeah, so I totally, I totally get that. Yeah. Being physical for the first time is a very interesting thing. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, I just remember I was like, this feels weird. I, this is foreign. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, and you're you're always hoping that. I mean, I don't know. I'm I'm speaking for you, but like I I can only speak for myself when I say like I think that when I was younger and kind of experiencing things, I was like, I want someone to like that I feel safe with, who can yeah. kind of you know, if I'm like kind of weird or unsure, we're either like he can like help me through it or we're figuring it out together, right, right. as opposed to someone who's just like experienced, yeah. been there, done that, don't mm-hmm. really care about what mm-hmm. you're dealing with, you yeah. know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that that's yeah. And that was the thing with him, too. Like, I think that he had done those things before. I, mm-hmm. Well, I know he had done those things before. But, but yeah, it's scary. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, no, it's, oh, thinking back. Thinking back. Thinking back on my own history. But thankfully, it, was, it wasn't everything, if you know uh, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. No, um, no. So that was good. Mm-hmm. Um, held on to yeah. it. Yeah. 
Yeah, thankfully I saved mm-hmm. that for who I'm dating now, which is uh-huh. like very, like very nice. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> good for you. I don't have to do that anymore with anybody else. But it's funny that like younger kids are like so eager to do those kinds of things mm-hmm. when it's like the whole point is to enjoy them, and I don't think that they're enjoying them. I think that they're just like doing them to like be yeah. like, oh, we did that. You know what but I mean? But back to what I was saying about the middle schoolers, where it's literally like, what are you doing? Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. what is. What is transpiring? Yeah. And I feel you like... You marry them? Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you either break up or you marry them. So. Uh, those, are, those, are the, those are the two scenarios. And once again, I feel like do what you want to do. Do whatever you're comfortable with. But yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's... it's uh, I don't know. It's, it's a very strange thing because I can see it from both perspectives. Because also, like, I know that personally, myself, I've sort of just been like, all right, done. On to the next mm-hmm. one. Like, let's... Mm-hmm. Let's... Let's shake this off and and yeah so I don't know it's (laughs) it's a weird and like it's weird to like try to like like picture yourself in that situation and be like what do I look like you know what I mean I am not kidding you literally like (laughs) you want to be like a bird's eye view yeah like two days ago I I shit you not I had the exact same thought where it's just like I wonder wonder what I look like yeah. during... I wonder if I'm yeah. sexy or, like... Or it's like, oh, someone has, like, seen me in that... I know. ...perspective. It's, you know, I feel like... Uh, there. Sometimes people see you naked and you, wa- you want to delete them from the earth or your life, you know? Yeah. Wait, okay, you know that thing where, like, if you lie down, you look so much skinnier? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if people, like, actively think about that when they're, mm-hmm. like, getting cute and getting busy. Oh, also, I call it sexy time. Like, Oh, yeah, no. That's, I, um, yeah. that's a secret that only this podcast will know and everyone that listens to it, me uh-huh. and Connor call it sexy time. We straight up, like, Straight up, we've never hilarious. called it having sex. It's sexy time. That's perfect. That's yeah. amazing. Um, there's one time, I have, like, this one bra that I've literally... I don't think I've ever even worn it. And I got it like two years ago because I was like, because I was at the store and I was with a friend and she, it like, it has like, you know, like rhinestones on it or something. It's like gross. It's, it's not gross. Like Halloween. Yeah. It's a very like, it's like a very sexy bra. And my friend was at the store with me and she saw it and she's like, you couldn't even wear that under anything because you'd see, you'd see it through the shirt. And I was like, that's not a bra you wear under a t-shirt. That is a bra for sexy time. Mm -hmm. Like that's. I've have you used it? No, which is so stupid. Because, Just because what are you gonna say? Pause. Let me go change. Like no. Yeah, and I feel like a lot. Not not a lot of I. It's interesting because there there have been a couple. I think that a couple times I've been like it's definitely caught me off guard where I was like. I did not expect this. Like, yeah. okay, like, thankfully, my legs are shaved, and I am, like, all ready to go. Like, I'm groomed and good, yep. and I'm wearing cute underwear, so great. <laughs> um, but then there are sometimes, like, but I feel like even when you get, because I did have a, I, like I said, I had a friends with benefits situation, and so with that, it was just sort of like, well, I mean, you've already seen everything, so I don't have to try that hard, uh-huh. you know? It was very, very mm-hmm. casual, so... So, yeah, I've never really been in a situation where, oh, and then with Bumble Boy, what made me mad is that he didn't even, like, appreciate, like, my cute underwear and stuff. That's so annoying. He was very much, like, clothes off, underwear off, like, let's, yeah, you know, I don't it like wasn't, that. I don't like that at all. Don't I don't you, like it. I hate when people try to speed up the process. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the whole point is, like, the, pro- and especially for girls, you need the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yes. you cannot get in the mood 
do not put anything up there. Literally, unless I'm, it's unless you've had the process. Love, love junk exclusive, guys. I don't, if you don't know this, please understand. <laughs> like foreplay is not like that's that's not just like a thing for shits and giggles. Like, yeah, you know. gotta you gotta have yeah. it. Like, and guys don't have guys to. don't get it, mm-hmm. but like for girls, like if you boys if you want it to be comfortable up there for you uh-huh. you have to have foreplay yeah I've had I've I've had situations where they just wanted to yep just want to skip everything and I'm like cool I'm not having fun because yeah, this is nope. not I'm not in a good place physically for this <laughs> I feel like you're gonna slowly like how many guests you have on just gonna slowly get like just dirtier <laughs> you know what I mean <laughs> I mean, so honestly, I keep thinking of things that I'm about to say, and I'm like, hmm, I don't know if she wants that on here. Yeah. Say what you want to say, truly. Like, <laughs> Great. just go for it. Great. It was funny. The first podcast chance was like, he was like, hey, pause. Do you talk about sex on here? And I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's talk yeah, about it. Absolutely. Why not? Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's um, fun to talk about. It is fun. Yeah. It's like a very fun... I don't know. I've been, like, because I feel like for a really long time, I was very, like, can't, I don't yeah. want to talk about my yeah. sexual experiences. Yeah. But now I'm just very much, like, yeah, yeah. I had this really bad sex the other day, yeah. and here's why it was bad, yeah, you know? Exactly. So it, yeah. My, one of my favorite things, especially before I had sex, was to, like, ask girls questions, like, does mm-hmm. this happen to you? Like, is this what you're feeling? Like, am I okay? Mm-hmm. Is my body normal? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, one of the things I used to ask, uh, this God, this is just <laughs> out there. Just do it. One just of the things I used to ask was, like, Okay, like when you're making out with someone, like when there's things happening down there, like I don't want anyone down there. That's embarrassing. You know what I mean? Like I thought it wasn't normal. Like really, I straight up thought that. Like I was like, what is happening to me? Because I don't know if you've experienced this, but as a girl, it happens even when I'm not doing that. Like now that I have sexual intercourse, like, mm-hmm. co- like not co- regularly. Yes, yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> there you go. It doesn't happen as uh-huh, much, but right. like it used to just like randomly because your body, like as girls, mm-hmm. needs to like get rid of that yeah. stuff. Like mm-hmm. that's the point with like that's why everyone's like if you're sexually active, like it's good for you. Your body's supposed to get rid of things. Yes. So, like, your body, if you're not sexually active, will get rid of things when you least expect it in the middle of class. And you're like, okay, let me go fucking change my underwear. Honestly, having a vagina is very strange. It's very um, I've had one for 25 years, and I still don't know exactly how it works. Like, mm-hmm. truly, sometimes it'll do something, and I'm like, what? Like, yeah. what is happening? Literally. Um, no, I completely, I totally get where you're coming from. And I also remember something really embarrassing, because, like, when I was 14... And I had never had any, like, physical contact with a boy. Yeah. And I had, and, like, Kyle and I were, like, making out and, like, whatever. There was one point where we straight up were holding hands during a movie. And it was, like, open the floodgates. Like, truly, I'm not kidding. But that was the thing is just because, you know, and and at the time, that was, like, that was so exciting and exhilarating to Mm me. Because that didn't, you know, like, yeah. I don't, like, I wasn't used to holding hands yeah. with a boy that I liked. And so it was, like, it was, like, my, a big deal. Yeah, my vagina like, just the movie, reacted. Like, moved closer <laughs> together. So yeah, cute. exactly. It was so, like, but it was fun and exciting. And yeah. so you, you, sometimes your, your brain thinks one thing and then your body assumes that it means yep. another. And yeah. then it's just sort of, like. And I was so embarrassed about that. And truly, yeah, like, it's, so, as long so, yeah, same. As long as we're just being super open and honest, like, yeah. there was a time before before anyone had like <laughs> before anyone had there. like got, yeah before <laughs> anyone had gone down on me. I was truly like, 
what if my vagina's weird? Like, what if, yeah, what if what someone if like I goes down there? And I've never seen one. Yeah. Like, how would I know the difference? I, I have nothing to compare it to. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, and especially like, and I, and I'll admit, like I, I was one of those kids who started masturbating really early and like yeah. porn and all that jazz was like, what's going on here? Yeah. But porn gives you very unrealistic expectations about what like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What everything looks like. And so I was like, what if someone like goes down there and they're like, whoa, you know, cause I know. <laughs> and then the first time it happened, I was like, oh, this is great what oh okay cool like I guess it's fine yeah yeah so that's um yeah yeah. I just did not know that that happening was Mm -hmm. like meant to make sex easier like I didn't know that at Mm -hmm. all I was like why is this happening but like it makes sense that you were like holding hands with someone that like happened because you were younger and like Uh that's all you had yeah but like it would happen to me like walking down the street like going to lunch like and I was like what the heck yeah no it's just a thing sometimes well also vaginas are like self-cleaning and so yeah they're, exactly they're like, yeah they're like ovens so you know you can just put it on <laughs> you just put it on oh, a little timer or whatever and it just it just is like yeah. here I am and I'm like this is super inconvenient In- thank you appreciate it's the, it it's the worst and very uncomfortable I hate it <laughs> thanks for talking so much about body parts and having Ooh. a vagina and it's great I'm I'm loving this maybe conversation put that, about- yeah maybe put that in the description so they are warned <laughs> every all of these episodes are marked as explicit just oh good yeah so because I I never know what's gonna happen <laughs> who knows yeah who knows? we gotta we gotta trust our drunk brains when it comes to this exactly um we are now finished with our drinks by the way <laughs> yeah also, we only had two drinks, which is like a love drunk first, but it was a bottle of champagne between the two, two of people, us and yeah. two drinks. So, um, yeah. so we're feeling good. We're oh, feeling like loosey goosey. And the ratio between orange juice and champagne was like champagne ninety, orange juice ten. So yeah, just, it was a little, it was a little kinda, drop. Yeah, yeah, no, it was very very good. Um, so yeah, we're our truest, purest selves. Um, Here we are. Yeah. But I feel like also we would talk about this if we were sober. This is just kind of the Absolutely. people we are. Oh, so yeah. we were at the beach today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a fun time. But well, you can, like, literally frolic, but, like, I was frolicking in my Yeah, mind. exactly. It was too cold to frolic, but we, we snuggled, and that's the next best thing, you that's know? That's great. Um, so we did talk a lot about, like, the future and having kids mm-hmm. and, like, all that stuff. So while we're thinking about that, mm-hmm. I want to ask you, are you getting married and can I come? <gasps> Absolutely. Oh, this is something I wanted to talk to you about. Okay, yes. so yes, I want to get married very mm-hmm. badly. I've been thinking of my wedding since I was, you know, God knows how old. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, and it's interesting with Connor because uh, I don't know what he wants me to say, but um, mm-hmm. he, his parents, you know, s- split up, so I think that he had a negative connotation of what uh, – you know, of marriage. Right. And so I remember there was boys that I had, including Ken. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Ken Ken. is in Kindle. Yeah, I literally was going to ask you, is it because of Kendall? Yeah. Because he's just like literally a Kendall. Yeah. Who was just as excited about a wedding and marriage Mm -hmm. as I was. And Connor was not like that. And I was really missing that Mm -hmm. because I wanted, I, even in the early stages of me and Connor dating, we would openly, like, I wanted to openly talk about it, and he just mm. seemed very... Close uh, off. Yeah, like, don't want to talk about it, mm-hmm. but he's, like, completely 180 which is really kind of, like, awesome and beautiful to Yay. see, mm-hmm. because, and he, like, has told me, like, I never thought I would get married, like, I never wanted that, and, mm-hmm. like, until I'm, you know, until you, so, mm-hmm. um, so that's, that's really, really great, so now we're, like, on the same page, and it's lovely, and whatever, mm-hmm. um, 
and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and whatever. Like, I'm just in it's love. Not, and it's, it's not whatever. whatever. Yeah. I just, yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I very much want to get married. I'm really excited to do that. I mean, to, like, I think there's this weird thing of, like, um, some people believing that you need to each be very financially stable before you're together, mm-hmm. but some people get married really young, and I don't know, I just think it's an interesting topic, but yes, I very much do want to get married, mm-hmm. um, and you want to, you want to get married as well, right? Yes, I definitely want to get married, yeah, yeah and sure. you want to, and you are coming, Yay. absolutely. okay, obviously you're coming to my wedding as well. Yes. Duh. Oh, perfect. Duh. Duh. okay, dun, let's dun, just dun, get dun. that out of the way. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Well, something I wanted to talk to you about was... You've mentioned on this podcast, I didn't even know that you thought this, but I've literally been thinking this for years, mm-hmm. is that you want to have both genders in your bridal party. Yes. I've always thought that. Me and Connor both are doing that. Yay. Like, we, like, have discussed that millions mm-hmm. of times, and I heard you say that, and I was like, oh, yay. Yeah, I That's just so love cool. that idea, you know? Yeah, because it doesn't, I'm like, screw social norms, mm-hmm. like, screw wedding norms, like, yeah. it's dumb, like, you should have the most important people in your life, they don't have to be just girls, let's hundred percent, and I think, and I've, I've talked about this before, about, like, the importance of platonic friendships, and... Mm-hmm. And how I didn't really have a lot of guy friends until I got to college, but mm-hmm. now these, like, friends that I have made are so, so important exactly. to me. It wouldn't feel right to have just girls by you yeah. and, like, watch the other people that mean everything to you and not, like, yeah. in, the, in front of, yeah, that's Yeah, weird. that's so, so weird. Yeah. Um, is there anything specific? Because also, so if you don't know this about Maddie, but she, she does style brides and bridesmaids for their <laughs> wedding. She does hair. And do you do makeup as well or is it just, uh-huh. just okay. Yeah, so, I do. so Maddie not does often, hair and makeup. I'm better at hair, in my opinion. But mm-hmm. um, I do both, yeah. But yeah, but we'll also we'll plug both of your Instagrams at the end of this. Oh, and, yeah, things. amazing. Um, but she she does really really amazing hair, and so you go to a lot of weddings to you know help out, yeah. and and so so are there any like ideas that you've seen from other people's weddings that you're like I'm gonna steal this or like I don't um, want this? More just like I see a lot of the same thing, and mm-hmm. I never want to be that person that like is just every other wedding. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's, like, nice and good that I'm in it because I get to... I But I do get to see, like, ooh, I like this. No, I don't mm-hmm. like this. Um, but, like, also just, like, get to live, like, vicariously through their day. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, if I could get married now, I would. But I know that's n- not smart and not, right. like... It's yeah. one day of your life, and so you should be able to, like, do everything you want. And if mm-hmm. you can't afford everything you want, then you should wait. Yeah. yeah. And that's – and I know that you just mentioned that, you know, a lot of people think that you should wait until you're finan- you're both financially yeah. stable or whatever. Um, I think for me it's more about I know that I – you know, I want that, like, fairy tale wedding. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like I – don't necessarily want to be looking at a wedding dress and being like, oh, this is my dream dress, but I can't afford it. You know, yeah. like I, I want to be able to get everything I want Absolutely. to get. Yeah. Um, and I'm not saying that it would be the most extravagant, like 10,000 yeah. person, what, you know, like whatever. Yeah. It's not going to be like a million dollar yeah. wedding, but I want the nice like venue and yeah. the nice meals and the pretty cake and yeah. the beautiful dress and, yeah. and the photographer. Yeah. And, and so I don't want to have to like scrounge or anything to like yeah. get those things. But I've also known a few people who have gotten married and made it work for them. And, like, yeah. whether it was making their own decorations yeah. or, you know, skipping out on the cake for, like, a different yeah. alternative or, like you know. Like, Josh Cole's wedding was mm-hmm. so freaking Yeah, beautiful. I saw pictures and it was, like, absolutely yeah, gorgeous. Yeah, and it was just, like, on her, like, grandpa's property or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was, but it was, like, 
it was they didn't have to buy a venue like it was one of their yeah. family members and like they just made it work you yeah know? and if they wanted to get married yeah you know? and that's and and if you look at that and you're like that is what I want then a hundred percent have that take that you yeah. know um, but I also feel like weddings are very much like a two-person thing. So I, I can I can think about what I want for my wedding and for a fact that I want, like, I want a co-ed bridal party for yeah. sure. But truly, it is kind of like a, well, what do you want, you know? Like, yeah. Let's, yeah. I, I don't necessarily think it's like, bride's wedding, I right. get whatever yeah. I want. Like, if they want something, then yeah. they should have it too. And some guys so. are just really easygoing and don't care and, like, want you to have your day, and that's what makes them happy, and mm-hmm. that's great. But, you, yeah, you never know. But me yeah. and Connor are lucky enough that we we have, like, very similar taste. Mm-hmm. So um, we're usually like on the same page with things like that. But yeah, <laughs> I'm so excited for your wedding. I know it'll be so fun. <laughs> yeah, but something that I've heard mostly because of being in the business and also just knowing some people that have gotten uh, married is just that the day passes so fast. You just yeah. need to not concentrate on like little details that mm-hmm. you think are gonna matter and they don't. You don't even see them. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, just that it goes by really quickly and you shouldn't like think too much about it like make yeah. sure that you have the things that you like but and also the number of people like everyone tells me don't let your mom like pressure you into inviting this person that she knows that yeah. would love to see you get married like don't do it you won't care that they're there don't pay for their 75 dollar meal yeah you know what i mean yeah <laughs> i totally agree with that unfortunately for me my mom is very low-key and she's very like yeah i feel like good. my mom is not going to be like you didn't invite this but she'd yeah. be like is your wedding you do what you want yeah, to do exactly. um but yeah, because also I've mentioned this before, but my parents got married when they were 18 and my mm. my mom's grandfa- grandparents owned a restaurant. So yeah. like the restaurant catered the food. They had their reception in like my mom's backyard. Like Aww. they just did like a very low key thing. And so my mom was super chill about, not chill, obviously it was her wedding <laughs> and she was very happy to be there, but she didn't need like this whole big extravagant right. thing, like a million guests. Right. So I feel like she's going to be like, yeah. it's your wedding, do what you yeah. want. Yeah. Um, it's I just, do, yeah. It's supposed to be about the love, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's supposed yeah. to be about you and him. So if it's, there's things that you feel like are going to make your mind focus on the things of, like, is this going to go right that mm-hmm. day? Then it's like it shouldn't be there. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, it should, you should make sure that it's about you and him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, I guess I, just, I want to. <laughs> I just want <laughs> I just want to see all my friends get married. Like, oh my god, yeah. I've I've been to to two weddings in my adult life of of people that I knew in high school, and just uh-huh. like watching them up there, it was. I always thought it was going to be like so strange, but it wasn't. It was so beautiful. It's it was just amazing. The best vibes. Like mm-hmm. my dream is to go to a wedding every weekend of like people that I know because yeah. it's celebrating someone that I love. Probably mm-hmm. it's attending something at a beautiful venue. Probably mm-hmm. it's, it's an excuse free to get alcohol. Yeah. It's free, Open like bars. dancing. An excuse to get all dressed up. Exactly. You know? it's, it's and it's and everyone's in a good mood usually. Mm-hmm. So it's like it's just the best day. It's like yeah. the best party that you could go to. So I mm-hmm. just like it, I cannot wait until everyone's just getting married. I know. <laughs> so I fun. Know. Uh, everyone. I just also just want my my friends to be like stable and happy and in love. Like I want everyone to just absolutely find someone mm-hmm. and be happy mm-hmm. and you know all of it. There's. <laughs> There's a, um, so I'm really obsessed with How I Met Your Mother. Like, that's one of my favorite shows. Yeah. And there's a time when, there's, like, an, an episode where all of, like, everyone in the group is dating someone, and they're all trying to sit around their booth at McLaren's, which is the bar they go to, and the, everyone has someone, and it's, like, so cramped, and they're like, we need a bigger booth, and I was like, that's what I want. I 
want everyone yeah. to have their significant others to be happy to be together. Yeah. Also, I've, I've had people um, talking about, like, you know, me never being in a relationship. Yeah. I've had people straight up just be like, I would love to meet your future boyfriend, husband, whatever, yeah. just to see what he's like, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah I'm interested in who you're going to end up with. Yeah, but same honestly, but um, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, also, you know, I had I had Jordan on, and she and I talked about it too. But like, you know, Jordan's one of my best friends, and I would love to see who she ends up with. Yeah. Like, who does she want? Like, who's going to be compatible yeah. with her? And, yeah. And but let me just tell you, Connor is not who I expected. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I feel like I very much pictured this person for me that I think that I would like want for a husband and right. like Connor was the exact opposite and it's not in a bad way it's mm-hmm. just like he was what I least expected but like exactly what I needed and didn't th- and didn't know that I needed yeah. you know what I mean do you so. and Connor have like a song like do you have like your love song or whatever no actually like it's funny because we actually have very different tastes in music okay um like I have songs that I hear that remind me of him mm-hmm. but it's not like he also connects to it or he right. also like listens to that all the time you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah um yeah we have very different tastes in music that's one of the big things that we like are different about mm-hmm. um well as far as like your taste in music goes do you have specific like love song like what's your favorite love song and what's your favorite like breakup song that has um, helped you through you yeah know? so uh love song so I've thought about like wedding songs I feel like I, w- I would want to make sure that of course he liked it as well yeah. but um when I think of love songs I think of like a good wedding song mm-hmm. and I like love songs that are realistic. Okay. Like, not, like, cheesy love is all great. Like, love is not all great. Like, it's Mm -hmm. hard and it's, like, when you love someone and when you're in a relationship with someone and when it's working out, it's not because it's perfect. It's because that person is worth fighting for and it's worth working through the tough times. Yeah. And so I really like, uh, I mean, they're pretty commonly known songs, but I really like John Legend's all of me I think it's okay called. yeah yeah because mm-hmm. it's just like I don't know I just feel like the lyrics like all of me loves all of you yeah. because it's like no matter if when you're um having a bad day or having a good day or when you're your worst or your best I'm still gonna like love every single part of you yeah. like when people you can't just love the perfect parts of them mm-hmm. because that's not love that's you know fine I mean? yeah yeah so I really like that song uh-huh. and um I really like that song and I really like uh uh, oh, what's his name? Um, um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I guess I'm drunk. She's uh, love drunk. Oh, um, ladies and gentlemen. She is um, love drunk. What's the name of the game? That's the name of the game. I almost mm. said John Mayer. It's not John Mayer. It's Jason Mraz. Okay. Um, it's called I Won't Give Up. Okay. Um, which I think is just a sweet, uh, definitely a sweet, like, title of a song. Mm-hmm. Because... That's literally what love is. It's just not giving up on it, you know? Yeah. You know? You know? That's so sweet. Yeah. That's good. And then breakup songs, I specifically remember after I dated, it was either Hater or Paul. Um, mm-hmm. I was obsessed with the um, Taylor Swift album Speak Now. Okay. Did you ever listen to that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot of sad, sappy songs on oh, it. Oh, yeah. I think of it when I think of breakup songs just because I vividly remember like young Maddie sitting in her room like Mm -hmm. listening to those songs over and over again just like singing and like crying yeah I remember um speak now was that her that wasn't her like first her very first album it was like her second one right yeah she had the one before where she was like in the blue dress yeah 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 I loved um I I think forever and always was that on speak now or was that her first one maybe I can't remember or no was that on fearless I can't even remember that's just like too many dear john and back to december yeah oh my god those like slow songs that you're like 
who hurt you? <laughs> yeah. Um, I re- like, I got on that. So I, I totally missed Red, like, that whole album. Like, I knew, like, I knew you were trouble, whatever. Mm-hmm. I knew that one and, like, in 22 and we're yeah. never getting back together or whatever. But I had never heard, like, the less popular songs until someone said something about um, uh, All Too Well. Uh-huh. And I was like, okay, whatever. And I listened to it. I listened to All Too Well for the first time when I was in LA, when I had like moved oh. out to LA. And I first listened to it and I was like, too long, too specific, don't like it. But <laughs> n- like, honestly, I listened to it more and I was like, this is genius. Oh my gosh. Like, that's probably like one of my favorite. I think my favorite Taylor Swift song is Clean because that yeah. I associate that with, with people. Like, yeah. I associate that with Derek for sure. Yeah. Because um, that was just the time period in my life. But um, like, I think that the lyrics were so great. That's honestly what I don't like about reputation i feel uh-huh. like her her lyrics game has gone down i feel oh, like it's not as good sure. oh no, no no i hate her music now it's it's yeah. like he thought i was nice too bad i'm not uh-huh. and it's like congratulations yeah. are you mean my, uh, like, i think what? my my favorite song on that album is um new year's day which is the very mm-hmm. like stripped down yeah for so i don't know whatever i'm not like the biggest i don't like hate t-swift i'm not a huge fan i just whatever um but yeah, I just, but I remember listening to All Too Well and being like, this is so specific, but still, oh my God, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. call me up again just to break me like a promise? Are you kidding me? <laughs> the lyrics, they're so good. So good. Lyrics Wait, what is your favorite love song in Bring Up Song? My favorite love song, um, let's see, do I have a new one since, I think the last episode I recorded is the same. Right now, it's Sugarcoat by, oh my God, George Ezra. Uh-huh. Um, it's from his new album. And it's very, very good. Oh, and it's it. a very sweet song. I put it on my Instagram story. Because um, I loved Paradise from that album. And for a hot second, Paradise was my favorite right. love song. And I just listened to... It's it's like, I don't even want to go out tonight. I've got you by my side. I don't even need to sugarcoat it, girl. I've got you by my side. Aww. I'm just like, that's what I want in a yeah. love. You know, that I will someday <laughs> have, hopefully. Who knows? You will. Okay. Yes, you will. We put yeah. all of the words out into the universe, and it will happen. It will yeah. happen. Well, I'm going to try to do it's that thing. It's insane to me, and everyone tells you this, Charlotte, but, like, really, it's insane to me that you, like, have not had a boy. And, oh, God, just please hear me, and okay. please believe me when I say, and I'm sure a million people have told you this, mm-hmm. because she's wonderful, and everyone loves her, <laughs> and everyone truly believes this, but, like, it is just because of timing, like me being in a relationship is mm-hmm. not is not like because I'm more deserving yeah. or I'm more like yeah, yeah. it's literally because of the right person at the right time mm-hmm. and that is it. Yeah. You know, because you you could have been in a relationship a long time ago and it would have worked. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? But it, yeah. it just you need the right person for you. Yeah. Um, yeah. But to please believe that. Oh, okay. goodness. I think right now we did have a conversation at the beach of like, oh, my God, I keep knocking this empty glass over. I'm just so sad I'm out of wonderful mimosa. It's so good. Um, but we talked about this on the beach where it's sort of like, and honestly, it's so, I think the funniest story I have about that is, or about this specific topic is um, my friend Bailey, she and I bonded because, you know, we, we had never been in relationships. Yeah. Like, everything that, you know, every time we had gotten close to someone, it, like, hadn't worked out. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she made a joke about it where she's like, we, we went out for coffee. And she's like, yeah, it's like, 
I'm not the only one God hates. He hates you too. And <laughs> it was literally just a joke. Like, really and that we've just bonded over it. And then, um, and you know, she is currently dating someone that she loves very much. And she truly thinks is like the one for her. Yeah. Um, and it's this relationship. And it's funny because she would always call me up being like, when you start out on these things, a lot of people get really excited for you. But like when it hasn't worked out before, you get really scared. You're like, mm-hmm. Am I just, you know, on the way to getting hurt again? But but she and I used to talk about, you know, the most, like, cliche things people used to tell us and stuff. And so she's happily dating this person. They've been dating for a little over a year now. And the last time I, like, saw her in person, she was driving me back to where I was staying in Austin. And she's like, hey, I'm just going to say. And I'm like, don't say it. She's like, Charlotte. And I'm like, don't say it, Bailey. Do not say it. She goes, it's going to happen. I'm like, Bailey. And she goes, when you least expect it and I was like damn it Bailey oh my god you told me you would never say that to me just like I know I know but you don't like you don't Mm -hmm. oh gosh because I feel like the cliche things are so annoying to hear Mm -hmm. when you're not in a relationship and then when you are you're like oh I get them Mm -hmm. now yeah. They're not cliches are true. Yeah. It's just everyone says them. Yeah. At the moment, I'm, I do definitely want to uh, take take a solid break from dating, yeah. I would say. Like, I want to focus yeah. on myself and, you yeah. know, do my own thing just because I'm like, you know what? I'm tired of... I just, you just can del- only go through so many before it's mm-hmm. like... Before you start to, like, lose yourself and doubt yourself. So it's good to give yourself a break. And it it is difficult. Because, like, I think that probably my biggest issue, and this is something that I, you know, I I know better. But, you know, when you're in your sad girl feelings, you're sort of like, is it me? Is it me? Uh, Like, is there something wrong with me? I I remember thinking Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's, like, I just deleted, like, my dating apps. I was, well, technically I was on two. I was only really on Bumble, but... I like made a Tinder and then yeah. never used it ever because Tinder scares me. <laughs> I'm truly just like I don't I don't like the just it, it's like a free for all. Bumble's got rules. It's got yeah, exactly. regulations. Tinder is just like every man for himself, and yeah. I don't like that. I remember I was on Tinder once. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's mm-hmm. scary. Very scary. It's I really did not scary. like. Mm-hmm. I never talked to any of them. Yeah, oh, no, I talked to them like on the app, but like mm-hmm. never. Once when I was with any of them, I was like, no, 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 too scary. No, no, no. Um, yeah, and also Bumble and Tinder have like different. Just, like, the, the interfaces are different. And there was one time I was on someone's Tinder and I tried to, like, look at someone's, look at more of someone's pictures and I accidentally super liked them. And I was like, oh, that's not what I meant. They're like, I only get, like, three super likes. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I don't know what to do. I don't know how Tinder works. That's really funny. You should not have trusted me with your phone. Um, but, yeah, so so I did delete, uh, I did delete my dating apps because I'm just, like, I'm tired of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's good. Mm-hmm. Especially even if you decide to download them later, it's, I think it's good to take a break just yeah. in general. Yeah. Um, just like a refuel. Yeah, I gotta focus on myself. You know. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Again, that's another cliche, but it's really true. It yeah. really is true. Mm-hmm. If you are your best self, then I feel like you're more prone to mm-hmm. welcoming others. Yeah. I got advice um, from someone. She was just like, because she, she like, I, it was a coworker at one point, and she was like talking to me about my, you know, dating <laughs> life and stuff. And she's like, can I ask, like, are you dating anyone? Yeah. I was like, ha, no. <laughs> and we were just kind of joking around. She goes, I feel like the the biggest thing you can do is continue to do what you love even if that's like if that's like crocheting you'll meet someone in the in the crocheting aisle of michael's or you know where it's just sort of like continue to put yourself in a place where you have a lot of interest and other people who have similar interests Mm -hmm. are going to you know and they talk to people similar to them uh, same interests that yeah it totally happens Mm -hmm. exactly 
So, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> and I have it. And you know all your friends are going to be like, told you so. Like, at that point, you know that's I'm going to be happen. like, shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> shut up. I know. Oh, my God. They're going to be so obnoxious. I'm going to keep him hidden away for so long. So, what, um, <laughs> what made you want to start this podcast? You might have talked about it before, but what made you um, So, I, well, I, <laughs> honestly, when I thought about it for the first time, I was definitely coming from, like, a sad girl perspective. Of, yeah. I thought, like, my, my kind of most unpopular opinion about love was that I wasn't sure if everyone gets it just because Mm. I was like you know I don't you know you I've seen like message boards where not like you know just in the comment section of like weird articles and stuff where people are like I am 40 and still have not found love who knows maybe someday and I'm just like that's gonna be me oh my god so I was like this sad girl and um and I just had this idea and I really I wanted to start a podcast about something and yeah. I was like, hey, like, maybe I could come at it from this angle. And then I started dating someone and was like, ooh, and now I'm, like, happy girl. And wouldn't yeah. it be cool? And then that went down in flames. And um, <laughs> I kind of came at it from from sort of a middle ground, I guess, yeah. where it was just sort of, like, life is crazy. And especially living in L.A. or, like, even in Austin where it's, yeah. like, it's a metropolitan area. It's, like, yep. a big city. Things are kind of crazy and you meet a lot of new people every day. And and just dating is absolutely insane, especially mm-hmm. in LA, where you have a lot of people coming and going, and yeah. you have a lot of people who are in the industry, and you have like legit like models and stuff just like walking around, and you're just and like, you're, like so annoying. Yeah, I'm like, ew, get out of here, gross. But yeah, and so it's it's. I just thought that navigating dating was such an interesting yeah. thing, and I'm like, is everyone having a weird time with this, or is it just, just me? me? Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah. But then I also knew that I couldn't just have a podcast about love because that's cliche. Yeah. So we had to add something. We just had to add something a little bit different. Yeah. I really want you to have like a random ass episode one time of mm-hmm. like interviewing random people and just being like, what do you think about love? And then just like the, their answer and just like you talk to like a million strangers. Yeah. That'd be so cool. I would love to do that. And honestly, I feel like this podcast is a good, or this particular particular episode is a good time to bring this up. But I am going to be starting like a YouTube channel for this podcast That's where cool. I'm going to be adding just like a little bit of video content here and there. Nothing yeah. too crazy. Um, but yeah, maybe I'll have like a, maybe I'll have like a Charlotte out on the street yes, with a microphone just being like, tell me what you think about love on Hollywood Boulevard yeah. or something. Scaring also, tourists so and Thing, yeah. Talking to people. Yeah, who knows? Ooh. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> just scaring people, honestly. Just a girl with yeah. a microphone. She's just a girl with a microphone and a camera. Also, it's really great because all of my friends here are very, like, into, like, editing. Mm-hmm. Resources. <laughs> yeah, just, you know, I've got a lot of, I got a lot of talented friends out here who would help me out. Yeah. Um, so I do have to ask this because I feel like this, I feel like you might have an interesting response to this. Because there are some people I go in and they're like, they're, I'm like, they're not going to want to do this. But I feel yeah. like you might want to do this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, is there anyone you want to like low-key curse? Um, absolutely. That's going to be Eustace. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Uh-huh. Um, it's just the fact that I think that he's still in his ways. Like, uh-huh. I think that he's just continued to cheat on people like literally ever since that he was like 14 years old. And That's he's, so you know, like probably like, like a 20-year-old man. Yeah. Like, I think that he's still doing the same things. And I don't mm-hmm. know who hurt him <laughs> or like what happened to him uh-huh. but he's just really sc- screwed up and I just I don't know what I would want to happen uh, but, and of course we never want death or dismemberment or anything bad no, which is like no. little inco- no, mild inconveniences yeah. yeah I just want a random person to go up to him one day and just like 
go up really close to his face and look at him in the eyeballs and just say, I know what you do. And walk away. And then just disappear into yeah. the crowd. And they're like, oh, shit. Yeah. And maybe maybe at the time he's like, that was weird, whatever. But, like, yeah. he's lying in bed at night. Yeah. And he kind of, it's just like, who was that yeah. person? How I just want someone know? to, like, feel my message for him. Yeah. And just, like, like look at him and be like, I need to say this thing. And I don't know what's making me say this thing, but mm-hmm. I need to say this thing. Yeah. I know what you did. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> and then they kill him just kidding we don't want death or dismemberment no. if he shows up dead it was not my fault i just don't want him near me yes <laughs> just stay far away but also come here just so i can be like yeah i'm pretty sure he's like and then, in like utah or something i don't okay, even well, know well good riddance i think it's really good to just honestly <laughs> bye we're waving <laughs> we're waving goodbye yeah it's always it's always strange and i feel like i kind of carry a little piece of of everyone i've been involved with even if they're very much like by like I and that's you know starting this podcast where I'm like oh I don't think that anyone I do not think that anyone I have been involved with and you brought up child bride you think child bride might listen to it but I yeah maybe just out of like curiosity just like I want to know if I mentioned you know what I mean (laughs) oh that would be the reason he'd be like I want to know absolutely he wants me to yeah he just wants to know if I talk about his dick or whatever oh my (laughs) god talk about it <laughs> it's like a very like it's a, like it's fine like it's I don't average I feel like if anybody specifically remembers a dick very clearly it's because something is wrong it's with unique. it yeah. it's, or, it's very yeah. it's like not a good I feel like if your dick is super memorable it's not a good thing yeah it's very much no yeah, yeah. um yeah. but yeah I mean like it was fine it was good <laughs> it was good I guess do you regret anyone that you've been with um no no, honestly, I don't necessarily even, like, honestly, Bumble Boy was probably the most uncomfortable situation I've ever been in, yeah. just because I was, like, if I had seen, like, if I had kind of seen it for what it was instead of what I thought it was, and I was, like, I honestly feel like having sex with him really kind of changed my perspective, because it was also just sort of, like, I had just come off, like, this friends with benefits situation, and I hadn't slept with anybody since then, and I was, like this guy's cute, I'm gonna do things with him, yeah. mm. but then that was the, that was the one that was, like, really bad, like, no foreplay, like, very, like, mm. go, 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 and I was, like, oh, it was fine, it was just the first time, yeah. so we'll get better, and then I was, like, no, and that was, like, a really, change. like, bad situation, yeah, yeah. so, <sighs> did you tell him, you didn't tell him, no, I didn't, because I just, like, I really didn't, you should, next time that happens to you, you should, yeah, no, I, and I think that, but I think that what you were saying earlier, where you were, like, you have to go through these things to kind of, like, because I think that now that I've had that experience, if I'm ever in that situation again, exactly. I'm going to be more vocal and be like, exactly. hey, here's what I need. And like, exactly. here's, yeah. But um, like if I would have dated Connor and not like, mm-hmm. especially been with like Eustace or even Ken, really, mm-hmm. I wouldn't appreciate Connor as much as I yeah. do. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I wouldn't fight for him as much as I do. Mm-hmm. Or it's, yeah. yeah, and vice versa, I think. Um, because you can't appreciate something if you've never had the sucky end of the stick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and with Ken, too. Like, what? <laughs> oh, no. He just, I I don't know. I just was so infatuated with him. Mm-hmm. I was just really infatuated with him. He was a Ken doll, for sure. He was a Ken doll. I mean, doll, he is. He is And I had never alive. had someone that attractive interested in me, to, mm-hmm. to be honest. Yeah. Because, again, it was that thing of, like, it almost was, like, Every time I was in high school and I thought a guy was really hot and they were never interested in me and finally someone that's really hot is interested in me and not yeah. the other one. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was fascinating to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, he just taught me a lot, like, mm-hmm. physically. Yeah. And I was very thankful in that regard. But, like, 
it was just the thing of like he would look at me across the room and I would mm-hmm. feel like no one else was there. Yeah. And and girls like to feel special and like he very much that he gave me that and that's why I think I was like so enthralled with him. Mm-hmm. But that's not lasting and I yeah. and I very much learned that. And um I mean I think uh I I, I wish him the best and I have no hard feelings right. towards him. Mm-hmm. And I think that he has a lot of good qualities and is, like, a sweetie at his core. Mm-hmm. But I think that, like, I don't I don't know. I just, I think that he likes the game. You yeah. Know? I think oh, he likes for the game. sure. And, I think so, too. And in that, in that time, because of Eustace, I was very much, like, you know what? I don't care what happens. I've already, like, I've already, like, done things. Mm-hmm. So, like, now I can just, like, do it. And it doesn't even matter. And I thought I could be that girl mm-hmm. that could be okay with being casual. And yeah. I couldn't. And I learned that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he, like, came back around and, like, oh, man, that was the weird thing. Because he was, like, because when we first started doing what we were doing and mm-hmm. it was casual, he kind of stopped and, like, ghosted me. King of the ghosting. Oh, That's absolutely. like a problem he has even today. Oh, absolutely. I have heard. And then, oh, I'm sure, I'm mm-hmm. sure. And so that happened during my gap year when I was like up in Austin and stuff. And mm-hmm. I remember being really hurt about it because I was like trying to be casual, but I unfortunately developed some feelings for him. Mm-hmm. And um, um, and then I tried to like move on, but I was still hung up on him. It would be that thing of like, Oh, I'm in the theater theater building. Like, I hope he's here. Or, yeah, like, I hope we mm-hmm. see him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then and then I kind of was starting like to kind of get over him and kind of forget about him. And then all of a sudden, he like was interested in me again. It was yeah. like, I ghosted you because I you scared me because I liked you and I didn't want to oh be my something God. serious. Ugh. And like, yeah, it was just like those excuses. And of course, I like kind of fell for things and. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh man! But and hey, just, I, like, yeah, I think everybody everybody falls for yeah, things, you know. But he would like tell me of. things, and I was like, "What the heck?" Like, mm-hmm. way to make a girl like feel like special. I don't know. It was just like he just uh, he has a really good way with words, and mm-hmm. he has a really good way of making people feel special. And I very much got caught up yeah. in that. But I realized that it wasn't lasting. I saw that he was very much like on to the next person very yeah. quickly and like that was just the phase that he's in my in, in my opinion I don't think that that's going to change for a very long time if ever. Mm-hmm. So I just came to peace with that and yeah. came to peace that, that that's not the person I want to be with and I want the yeah. person to only like me and no one else and mm-hmm. and that fiery connection is usually not lasting. Yeah. It's just not slow burns seem like they're so much better yeah, you know it's yeah, it's that thing exactly. where it's not really what you expect yeah, and then it grows exactly. into something more because I met yeah. Con and it wasn't like it wasn't f- fiery but like it turned into that mm-hmm. more and yeah. it and it was like with him it was just like this is stable and this is lasting versus like this is a flame and it's exciting mm-hmm. you know yeah. what I mean it's not, that, those aren't lasting lasting you very much stay away from those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. what he taught me. You know? Yeah, and so now I never have to like look for that because I already, you know, you already, did that. Yeah. yeah, you already, you already went through it, and now you yeah. got something, yeah, different and better. You better. He's so good. So, um, so my last question for you yeah. in the podcast, or on the last question, uh, Madeline Dennison, what does love feel like? Oh man. Oh, let's see. Um, in like. In, like, a feeling kind of way. So I'm really obsessed with the sun, if you mm-hmm. don't know that. I have yeah, a sun tattoo. Um, I really like the way it makes me feel. So, in my opinion, love feels like 
when you're cold and you're inside and the, like the blinds are all closed and you're just dealing with like the fluorescent lights mm-hmm. and then you go outside and it's that like you get the chills because mm-hmm. you're warm and the sun hits you and it's like mm-hmm. this thing of like feeling like I don't know it's like because I only get the chills really when people like touch me yeah. or like or that feeling when the sun hits me mm-hmm. like those are like the two specific things where I get the chills so mm-hmm. it like literally feels like you like walk outside it's this realization of like oh I'm warm now and it almost feels like someone's cuddling you but they're not mm-hmm. um yeah I feel like that's what it feels like and it's, yeah, I don't know. Does that make sense? I don't know. Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. I think that that's really sweet and beautiful. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I love the sun. Mm-hmm. It just, yeah, I think it, yeah, it feels really good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, being not like an analogy, mm-hmm. um, it just feels like someone that compliments you mm-hmm. and someone that you don't need but makes you a better version of yourself but that's just like the more like yeah yeah that's more like i don't know not non-metaphorical version right right. well thank you so much i love that i love both of those (laughs) i think that that's i think that that's perfect and amazing but (laughs) thank you thank you so much for being on for being on love drunk i was so happy to do it i'm so glad you were here and we were able to do it um Follow us on Instagram at Love Drunk Pod, on Twitter at Love Drunk Pod. Follow me on Instagram at O'Charlotte Rose, on Twitter yes. at O'Char Rose. What yes. plug your plug your stuff? Tell me Ooh, what, um, what you, you want to plug. You can follow me. My uh, Instagram is not private, so you can follow me at at Madeline Dennison, M A D E L I N E D E N N I S O N. And then if you want to follow my um, hair account, you can follow me at uh, Maddie, M A D D I E. And then, what is that an underscore? Yeah, that's an underscore. Underscore uh, blushed without the E. So it's B L U S H D beauty. Um, so Maddie underscore blush beauty. She does amazing hair. She's very talented. She it's braided my, my hair is currently in braids yes. from where she braided it and it will never look as cute as it does <laughs> now. Um, but yeah. yeah, thank you so much for being on yeah. and I'm so glad that you were able to come and share and you're, yeah. you're not even here for that long, but you still, you still cut out some time in your evening to, I just really like to podcast. Podcasts are fun. They're fun. They're really fun. I love doing them. And yeah. Also drinking and hanging out with my friends and yeah, talking about love. It's an excuse it's to like, yeah, it's an excuse to just like talk to someone for like, yeah. You know, an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. Yeah. Oh, I love you so much. <laughs> I love oh, you too, baby. For those that haven't met her, she's the greatest person oh. on earth. I love you so much. I You're so, you. so sweet. I uh, so, for Charlotte Rose and Maddie Dennison at Love Drunk, be loved and stay drunk, my friends. We love you. Good night. Oh. Oh.